shoots and scores! 5-4, into 10, in overtime! Across the five, the deuce is loose, touchdown Elks! Trade forward into the end zone. Edmonton's home for great stories, local heroes, and everything you need on the Oilers and Elks. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates. Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. The Rangers looking very, very good in Game 4 of the World Series. Top of the third, Rangers are up 5-0 on the Diamondbacks. Of course, they already lead the series two games to one, and they have the bases juiced with one out in the top of the third. So this one kind of already out of hand, but it could get uh, very, very out of hand if they can cash in some more runs here. We'll keep you posted on that one. In hockey tonight, the Kings lead the Maple Leafs 2 nothing. That's about three minutes into the second period. And coming up at 8 o'clock, it's the Predators and the Canucks. Vancouver doing pretty well. They are 5-2-1 and one on the season. Okay. The Oilers. Oh, he's back. Sam Gagne. Yeah, very excited. Um, you know, it's it's um, Edmonton's where my heart is. It's it's uh, where I wanted to be. Um, you know, and it was just a matter of getting healthy and, and getting back up to speed. And I, uh, you know, got great opportunity down at Bakersfield. Uh, felt like I played well. Um, you know, it was a it was a really good group down there. Um, and yeah, I, I, you know, I didn't know kind of um, how long or you know even if there was any guarantee. That I'd, that I'd be back up. So a one-year, two-way deal for Gagne. Average annual value $775,000. You know the story, the double hip surgery in the offseason with the Oilers through training camp on the professional tryout agreement. Goes down to Bakersfield, plays three games, gets five points, looks pretty good. And now he comes to the Oilers for his third tour of duty with the team. Gagne has played 1,015 NHL games, 542 of them with the Oilers. 317 points in that span. So that was uh, Sam speaking on Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer a couple of hours ago. And, uh, of course, his role and what he uh, might be able to contribute is going to be a big discussion point now and the subject of a lot of speculation, including from you. And you may send me that at 780-496-0063. That is the hotline presented by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed, pro all the way. I want to dive a little more into Gagne and into the Oilers' bottom six as we move along tonight because, uh, I, I mean, look, despite the excitement of the win in the Heritage Classic, the team still does not have a good record. They have still not won back-to-back games this year. They have still not won a game at Rogers Place. And though it's uh, pretty early, they still have a lot of ground to make up in the playoff chase as the Rangers are absolutely pouring it on. They got a two-run single with the bases loaded and now a three-run homer by uh, former Blue Jay Marcus Semien. It is 10-0 for the Rangers over the Diamondbacks. It is still in the top of the third. I'll just say that again. It is 10-0 for the Rangers over the Diamondbacks. It is still in the top of the third. If you're uh, driving around out there, give the Diamondbacks a call. Maybe you'll get to pitch tonight. 780-496-0063. Okay. So, uh, before we uh, get to a little more on Gagne and the Oilers' bottom six, great story from Sunday night. Uh, Vinny DeHarnay bouncing in his first NHL goal, and I asked him how many messages he had uh, after the game and throughout the evening. 
<laughs> quite a bit. Uh, I didn't. I didn't respond to all of them uh, the the night of. Uh, I, I took some time yesterday, but it was uh, it was really awesome to see how everyone was so happy for me, and uh, it was uh, something pretty special. And it was cool to see like everyone around here, um, everyone in the league in general, reaching out and, and being uh, being happy for me. It was it was a really it was really cool. Yeah. So uh, didn't didn't get to replying to all of them Sunday night. Did a lot of that on Monday, but of course he did have time for a very special chat on Sunday night. Obviously, I uh, once I got home, I FaceTime my my parents and my brother, uh, and like they were they were pretty emotional, you know, for for them for to for me to to score a goal in such a big game, and uh, they, they were all watching it back home. So it was it was a pretty fun FaceTime. To I had the the puck with me too, so it was it was pretty sweet. All right. Yeah, great stuff for DeHarnay, sort of the uh, the joyous side of the game. But, you know, what he did was important. Well, what did he do? He did one of the most simplest things that you can do in hockey, though sometimes it's one that teams don't do enough. He shot the puck. He put it in the direction of the other team's net. 100%. And uh, I know Kaner, he always tells me, he's like, dude, once you get it, put it on that. Put it on that. He's, 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 he's a big guy who's always preaches for that. And he always tells it the, the D men to uh, do it if we can. So as soon as I saw that it was him who passed it to me, I was like, I just got to find a way to put it on that. Doesn't matter how. And, um, and I thought he tipped it. Like when you look at the replay, like quick. One angle, you see the bounce, but the other angle, you're like, oh, like that's a great tip. Um, and yeah, he was, it was, it was a, it was a moving screen. He did a great job uh, net front, and I think that if we, uh, if we do that uh, every night, I think it's going to give us a, a better chance uh, to win. Yeah, he, he shot the puck, and I liked how he put that, and I was saying this to Bob. He's a defensive defenseman, but he understands when the puck is on his stick, he has to try to do something positive offensively he can't just say well I'm a defensive defenseman I'll just slam it back into the corner and see if they can forecheck he still has to make the best possible play so he has that attitude and hey for him uh, it paid off in his first career goal so that was a nice moment for Vinny DeHarnay and I still think that's something that the Oilers need to keep doing is, is get the puck on net you know I, I know they have some players who can play an east-west game and I don't want to take that out of their games we know Drysaddle McDavid can see passing angles that no one else can see uh, but there does come a time when you just got to get it towards the net and see what you get out of it and I, I you know you've heard my colleague Rob Brown say this when you take it when you take a shot you create at least some level of chaos for the defending team because even if it's blocked if it hits the goalie if it hits the backboards where's it going to go and the defensive players have to take that split second to find the puck whereas the offensive players are already looking in the direction of the net and uh, I think we saw that I mean certainly the Kulak goal was a product of that the other night Bouchard just blasted away which generally he, he does I still think sometimes he might overhandle the puck a little bit at the blue line but generally he shoots it and then DeHarnay hey I got it on my stick nothing fancy flip it towards the front of the net you might get a bounce and he certainly did so I think that's something to watch here for the Oilers going forward now circling back to Sam Gagne and where he's going to fit in he's, he's going to play in the Oilers bottom six maybe some nights he won't play a ton he knows his role but the Oilers are, are looking for something here 
And again, we're eight games into the season. That's 10% of the year. Uh, where do we want to go first? Dylan Holloway has 12 shots on goal, has not scored. Ryan McLeod has only five shots on goal, has not scored. Adam Ernie, who was waived today, sent down. He's played six games, four shots, hasn't scored. Matthias Janmark, seven shots on goal in seven games. Uh, he hasn't scored. Connor Brown, a lot was expected from him. He's played eight games, 11 shots, hasn't scored. Derek Ryan, who you can usually bank on for double-digit goals, uh, has yet to score with six shots on goal. So the goals aren't there. I think for some of those players, the chances haven't even been there. Uh, and that's uh, one of the problems that the Oilers have had so far and why they only have two wins in eight games. So here's what Jay Woodcroft said about Sam Gagne coming up, and then this sort of, he, he kind of keeps going with uh, with his answer and talks a bit about the bottom six in general. Sam will come up and, you know, we're, we're going to look to adjust the complexion of, uh, of that group. But again, I, you know, I go back to what I told Adam, which is, um, you know, I felt that I didn't get him on the ice enough. And unfortunately, with the team sitting at 2-5-1 and one right now, um, a good person is, is going down on, on waivers. We'll see what happens with Adam in terms of the waiver wire, but uh, nobody feels good um, that a good, good person is, um, you know, being made to pay the price so that we can shake up that bottom six. That doesn't absolve uh, any of our other players in that regard for their lack of production or their lack of um, effect on games. We got to get more out of that group, and that's what this is uh, in service of. And I, t- I-, I took note there that Jay Woodcroft. Um in my mind, anyway, that's a little more of a pointed, critical comment than he might usually make. And it's certainly a change of tone from last week when the team wasn't doing well, and he kind of went out of his way to say positive things about his team or players on his team instead of focusing on what wasn't happening. So now they've got the win, they've got through the Heritage Classic, and now he's very bluntly saying, well, come on, guys, like... And now he can actually say, by the way, guys in the bottom six, Vinny DeHarnay has outscored you. I don't know if he's going to actually say that, but, <laughs> but I mean, that would certainly be out there. Brett Kulak uh, has a goal. Nurse, who usually gets a few goals, has one. And you have some forwards who don't have a goal, some of them who don't have a lot of shots. And I would argue some of them don't really have a grade-A scoring chance or, or maybe have one. So something else for the Oilers to work on. Um I, I don't think Gagne is going to come up and save the bottom six, but I do think his savvy uh, and his leadership will provide a little bit of a spark. So we'll see how that goes. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. We do have Kelly Rudy coming up a little bit later on tonight. We'll uh, drop in some of your feedback and hear more from the Oilers after practice today. It's Inside Sports on Chet. Happy Halloween from Green Wilkins and Inside Sports. <laughs> 30 Chad Edmonton News. Today <laughs> That is the first time I'd heard that. Where did that come from? That was left here with a, 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 in a question mark in a box, and I popped it open. Seriously? Like, use. I was like, okay. I, I did not know those were made. I actually found that a little jarring. Well, just the end there sounded a little um, 
Oh, let's just say this. I'm not cleaning that up. I'll let our uh, custodial staff take care of that. My goodness. I was just thinking during the commercial, oh, I haven't talked about Halloween. Do I need to now? Uh, I think everybody's appropriately frightened or alarmed from hearing that. (laughs) Are you dressed up today? I haven't even seen you. No. Uh, Derek Scott was a Ninja Turtle. Mm-hmm. Which one was he? Donatello? No, uh, Raphael, I think, the red one. Yeah. No, no, he was orange with nunchucks. Oh, Michelangelo. That's it. Yes. Okay, so how did how do you differentiate the Ninja Turtles? Is Colors. It, and weapons as well? Yes. Colors and weapons. Okay, so they all have different uh, mask, mask colors? Yes. And then do they all have different weapons as well? Uh, yes. Uh, like, Michelangelo has nunchucks, um... Man, I've got to go back 30-plus years. Okay, they all have different ones. We don't have to list them all. Yeah, somebody First person who can accurately text in the Ninja Turtle name, their eye color, and the weapon they use will get them a canned ham T-shirt. Sure. Okay, we may not have a winner by the outlater you hear, Kellen. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm here all night. <laughs> here all well, night. Till, what, at 10 or 11? So after 8. Uh, so you got to text in the name of the Ninja Turtle, his mask color, and his weapon. We we have to find the right answer. We need time to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll get, then we'll get you. Um, well, I guess they call them bandanas, but they're actually also around their eyes, right? Okay, I'm going to email you this, Kellen. I found the uh, the colors. Ah, okay. And then we'll do the weapons. So some good. people listening to this are like, where's the sports content? Don't worry. We'll get there, everybody. We tend to meander a little bit, especially with uh, pop. Uh, pop culture and comic book types of didn't t- the Ninja Turtles start off as quite a dark comic like it wasn't for younger people at all you would know more about that than I would that would just, that's I was just a baby when that came well out. I never I never <laughs> followed them but I thought that was the uh, origin of them anyway ah, okay. somebody will know alright uh, 10 nothing Rangers lead the Diamondbacks it's in the uh, top of the fourth so we were talking about the Oilers forward some guys looking to create more offense one guy who is off to a good start though is Warren Fogle he's been effective in pretty much every game Jay Woodcroft commented on Fogle's good start a simplicity in his approach, a speed at which he's playing the game, a uh, focus uh, to be the best that he can be and bring something to the table. I think Warren's doing that. I've moved him all over the lineup. Um, He's finding more and more ice time. Um, Even in games where he didn't score, he was still a factor. He was uh, found himself in hard areas and it's a credit to him. He's put a lot of work in. He's somebody um, that is earning what he is getting. Well, and he got to play on uh, with the Oilers two big guys in the last game. Uh, Fogel was with uh, it was with McDavid and Drysital. Nugent Hopkins was between Kane and Hyman, and that line had a pretty good game as well. So I don't think we'll see any uh, major lineup changes for the game on Thursday. Sam Gagne is up for uh, Adam Early, obviously, so that'll be one change. We'll see what's going on with the TSEN. Mark will update him in a second. Speaking of of Connor Brown, now we we knew it might be a slow start, to be fair. Uh, and as I mentioned, eight games, minus five, no points, 11 shots on goal. I, I thought he's been probably better recently uh, around the net a little bit more here's what jay woodcroft had to say about that the way i would describe it is he's around it 
He's, he's found himself in some chances around around the blue paint. It hasn't gone in for him. You know, he's working his way through that. Um, but he's around it. He's, he's finding himself uh, in more and more of those opportunities while at the same time not taking unnecessary risks um, that lead to uh, offensive chances going the other way. So um, that's a positive for him. He's working through it. He's a proud guy. He doesn't like to be sitting at zero goals for um, but he's trying to do it the right way and and uh, he knows that you know for him to find success probably he's going to be around that mud puddle in front of the net all right well yeah around the woodcroft said the orders were in the mud puddle in a negative way last week now he's saying it's like a, a mud puddle around the net you got to get dirty to score a few goals so anyway next opportunity for the orders to do that thursday against dallas 5 30 for the face-off show game at seven here on 6 30 chad connor mcdavid did not skate today evander kane was out there for a bit left early here's what woodcroft had to say about those two guys mcdavid had dental surgery so yeah it was just just staying off for that reason he'll be on the ice tomorrow um and uh for Kaner just uh managing bumps and bruises all right and Matthias Janmark did not play in the Heritage Classic and uh, wasn't on the ice today here's the update there held him off the ice today um he's had some good days bumps and bruise I don't see anything um you know it's not week to week or month to month or anything like that. It's more bumps and bruises. So we'll see how he is tomorrow. All right. Back at practice tomorrow leading into that game against the Dallas Stars. So did, did, has anybody tried to answer our question yet, Kellen? Uh, yeah, we actually uh, have a uh, correct answer. We already have a winner. We have a winner. Who yes. won it? Uh, we're going to give it to Darcy out west, who uh, says that Leonardo is blue and uses a sword. Donatello is purple and uses a staff. Raphael is red. He uses uh, a sai which is like the little forky things and that stuff. And then Michelangelo is yellow and he uses his nunchucks. Wow, okay. that is incredible. from Darcy? Yes. Darcy's getting an inside sports canned ham t-shirt. That is incredible. Darcy out west, West Edmonton or like out west? Uh, I will find out. Hopefully within Edmonton because I don't know if we can mail those shirts. I think they're too precious cargo. Mm. We will have Kelly Rudy coming up next. It's Inside Sports on 630 Jet.